Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. planet earth what is hey it's the week before the place where i'll be in your place yeah it's the big event how about that we'll invite the neighbors over for a big outdoor podcast hi everyone let's podcast it's uh it's uh, it's live from machete comics that's uh, over over there hello that's me over here um hopefully you saw the promo that's up so you know that we're gonna be talking today a bit about some wrestling songs some of them are so bad they're good yeah. And some of them are so bad that they're bad. We were just discussing this before we came on the sure, air. Sure, so we're, we're going to hit that in a minute or two here. We're also yeah. going to talk about uh, our uh, remote view. Oh, so for our conspiracy theory, we're going to talk about remote viewing. And this is not the paranormal kind of psychic kind of going into meditation thing. This is one that the government uses on a totally different way. And it's using your brain, Ooh. the right side and the left side. And I side down. I don't know how to do this, obviously, or else I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you folks right now. Sorry, I would be. I would be manipulating somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I would be doing if I could. It, never mind. Um, so anyway, the government would use this about using the left side and the right side of the brain. And it's really, really cool. I want to explain how they say they do it. Um, and maybe you can try it at home. And if you folks figure out you can do it, let me know. And we'll team up and form a new uh, super group. <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally Professor Xavier stuff, right? It's great. It's great. It's really, really cool. Um, to start off, though, dude, let's talk about uh, the Mandalorian because the season's over now, right? That's it. Yeah. And, How much uh, of it did you take in? I'm still on. I actually have two to go. I haven't actually watched the finale yet. I have mm-hmm. two to go. It's been busy. So we. Um, I'm going to try to jam it in here the next two days. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the last two episodes I'm behind. I've read about them, but I just mm-hmm. haven't physically watched them yet. So Yeah. So overall, uh, as I was, I was talking about, I put a, uh, a blog up about, I forget, was the spoiled uh, Star Wars fan or something or whatever it was. And it was funny because it, the next one I wanted to do was, is every Star Wars fan a whiny douchebag? And some of the replies are like, <laughs> some of the replies too. I saw them. There was three replies that were like negative against me. It was like, okay, I could explain myself in these, but you know what? I'm not even going to. So it, it's so funny how stupid some people are like in yeah. the Star Wars universe. I'll admit it, man. Star Wars universe is filled with a lot of whiny douchebags. Um, but what we're seeing here is they're, uh, they're about to fix a lot of the errors that most diehard star wars fans like myself are complaining about in the newer movies with ray skywalker ray skywalker and such and you have to sit down a little bit of inf- through a, a little bit of information to get a good story and if you don't understand that then you shouldn't be watching star wars my friends uh you can go back to watching the stuff that was done from the, the very last movies if you're not into a whole whole story making sense so that's what they're doing here in mando um one thing though i gotta point out grogu is just awesome i can't stop loving grogu it's like more grogu now what i was thinking and here's what everybody's thinking how the hell are they going to make grogu more cute yet effective in the new in the new the new uh season now do we have a clip of that somewhere here don't we 
Check out this. So what do you think? They do nice work, I'll give them that, but Grogu is too young to operate heavy machinery. Maybe when he's older... No. What do you mean, no? No. I think he's saying he's old enough to operate it. Yes. Mm -mm. Get him out of there. No. No, at least let him try it out in my office. Yes. No, this is not a good idea. Come on. Hey. Oh, yeah. Would you look at that? Yes. Yes, what? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see his little hand hitting the button. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Let's go back to split screen. I can talk to you about that. That was freaking sure. great. I don't know how to do that. I forget. Gotcha. Plus, my eyes are watering from watching little Grogu do that. Isn't that the best? Have you seen that? Uh, no, that's my first time seeing that clip. How cool was yeah, that, yeah, dude? It's so cool. And I, I think it's funny because uh, they, they're just taking so much time uh, with character development there. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have been cute and then by episode four of the original Mandalorian, he could have already been a teenager and then into something, but they are just running this thing out. You know mm. what I mean? For a long, long time, you know, it's really good. I thought that was so, I never would have thought of that. It's uh, it's really cool. You know, one thing I noticed in that clip too, which I, mm -hmm. which I uh, didn't pay much attention to before, but because it's in my headphones, mm -hmm. the ASMR work, Mm -hmm. on amando's voice oh this is why the, this is why the kids love it so much because they're all into the asmr stuff but that mm -hmm. little clip is like well he's a little too uh young and you're like okay now i hear i hear this like and, and that's why when i think the reveal of his helmet when he originally got it off and it was pedro pascal people yeah. were like oh okay uh, maybe they were expecting somebody that looked like Seth Rollins or somebody mm -hmm. under there, but it was like it's like oh, okay, sure. But, maybe uh, they were expecting Luke Skywalker, huh? Yeah, or so. But the voice, but the, that ASMR work on mm -hmm. on the show, yeah. for sound is I don't know if people are talking about it enough because when it's super hot and the action is it is in your face, it's really cool. But those quiet moments there mm -hmm. are are I think just as important to that show as anything else because it's mm -hmm. like him and Grogu and he's like, all right, listen, you're too young. All right, listen, <laughs> yeah, I don't like no, this. you can't, you, you can't like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. so quiet and you're, you're just, you're, you're like, you gotta, what's he saying? I don't know. It's really cool. And then you par that with, with Grogu's little, <laughs> his little noises he makes. Right. Yeah, yeah So good. you can imagine because he stayed, I'm just a spoiler alert. He stays in that. He does get to stay in that, obviously, right? Yeah. So, way do you see? Like, you can imagine later little things. He's like, no, no, and stopping somebody, or yes, yes, and helping somebody, or whatever. It's just, but I love the way you can see his hand going, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> One other spoiler is just him walking through town. 
him walking through town. They should have put like do 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 do. Well, it's gonna be like that. You used to love that that Blur song with the milk. The milk. Yeah, the little milk. It's kind of like that. But he's saying hi to everybody, stuff, and walking up to people, and just like, hey, man, yes. And he's just he's going up there, going, yes, 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 yes. Oh, isn't that brilliant? Oh, I thought that was great. I know. I never. I was thinking. See, I go right to the the weapon or some new power, right? Um, but that is just brilliant to put him in an IG eleven or whatever that you was. You need to uh, you need to listen to uh, John Favreau on Smartless. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in because, he's in the last episode as well, by the way. Because he, he does a whole thing, uh, just just talks about how it all came together. It kind of re- it's like, great. with his buddies. So it was it yeah. was really it's it's a really good interview. Well, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the series. Um, of course, a lot of people are complaining about because they're saying it's too slow. There's so much stuff that they're bringing in that leads to the the last three movies, and they're going to fix it. And I really hope, here's what I'm hoping they're going to do, buddy. I hope they're going to make it that uh, Palpatine was lying about being Ray's grandfather. I think that, I know, like, at the time, it seemed like, oh, I can't just say it was lying. But now it's kind of like, do something. Because the opportunities of, of, of them saying, okay, well, he's not really your father, but guess who is? Holy, holy shit. It's got to be Obi-Wan. Like, to me, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, so it's got to be Obi-Wan. I and then think of the stories. That. Yeah, and then think, but so then think of the stories you launch forward with. But I wonder about the, uh, I wonder if, if in the next Obi-Wan series, mm-hmm. at the end of it, he does something like, but I'm going to bring my daughter out. And then it's like, what? And, the, and that the leads next, into the movie. Wouldn't that, that be great? That movie. That, that mm-hmm. would be the ideal. People are like, what do you mean, daughter? Then they got to spend the first part of that movie going mm-hmm. backwards about the lying that you talked about or or a side scene that was happening behind the scenes while he was trying to convince him that he was the you know I don't, it's cool I, but i liked it when mm-hmm. we talked when you talked about about before about you know cloning the hand and mm-hmm. and that she might be a part of something i like i do yeah. i do still like the and i didn't hate the the clone thing all the way but i definitely wanted her to be more well, see, uh, see she more... was she was the the daughter of Palpatine's son. And yeah. Palpatine didn't like his son because you know he was he was wanted to be good. He didn't want to be evil. It's just it's just too perfect of a story. Sure, you know what I mean. So it could be like, nah, it's not what happened at all. And there's so many things like that in Star Wars, like with uh, Uncle Owen and Luke. Man, like, no, nah, you didn't. You know, nah, it, 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 it's funny too because you could. Uh, they're smart enough writing now. Mm-hmm. That they could write this so well mm-hmm. that they actually make you like the last three. That's what I'm saying, buddy. By That's the what, way, exactly. By the way, they turn. By the way, they turn the story where they go, ah, oh, now that was great. Mm-hmm. That made sense, and mm-hmm. yeah. And then you're like, because that's the only way they're going to be able to rescue this thing. Yeah. I think the other, uh, you're totally right. I totally agree with you. It's a great point. I also um, think that some people forget that these are TV shows we're watching. These aren't these multi-million dollar movies that we're watching. This is a TV series. This is like Three's Company, man. Like, come on. Like back in the day, this is like, or this is like Knight Rider or whatever. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is television friends. And to have the, the bar of the television storytelling graphics, characters everything being this high i think some i think a lot of the, the whiny bitch star wars fans are uh, are forgetting this and not taking in for the good for the bad and you know usually i'm the guy who's like all oh, this sucked that sucked but i am also the guy that's like nah if it's really good it's really good yeah and i think this is great i think all the tv shows i can't think of a tv show that star wars has put out that i've been like okay well i i, I can't watch this whereas marvel's put out some where um i don't think i made it through hawkeye um i didn't make it through luke cage 
Uh, you see, there's two right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, can you think of a Star Wars TV series? Like the new ones, not the old cartoon ones. The new no, ones. I liked, I liked everything they've done. I've, I've, yeah. I've absolutely loved everything they've done. Now, can you think of a Marvel TV show that you didn't watch? Yeah, there's like a bunch, right? I mean, I was really struggling with uh, with uh, Falcon. Well, there you Winter go. That's, so- yeah. Winter Soldier. I mean, I didn't think it was terrible, yeah. but I was like, okay, you know, it's just kind of out there for the sake of being out there. I, I didn't, I yeah. didn't hate it. Did, um, did you make it through it all? I did. You did, but yeah. I, I was also like, I'm fine if that's just what it is. And that was also during COVID, work. COVID too, wasn't it? We we're all just binge yeah. watching everything. I'm kind of like, I, I'm fine if that's all it is, and sometimes it's okay if it's just one season, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went back and was watching Obi Wan again. Holy crap, that was good. Can't like, wait. I, oh, like well, no, we went back and watched the original one, right? Like, I'm just saying, I can't wait. For, well, for the next one, yeah. The next well, the next one, one's yeah. going to be Ahsoka, and we're going to get to see some more of uh, Hayden Christensen in that one, because, of course, he was Ahsoka's uh, Jedi Master, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's great. Yeah, teacher. So so that'll be really good, too. And I, I'm the more of him and Vader, the better, if you ask me. Man. As I was saying, like I want more Vader, and I got that. In, I think you're going to get your Vader you know, show. I, I just don't think there's any possible way they can not do a Vader show. I think they should do a movie. I think they well, that's not a movie or whatever it's going to be, but something that's going to be tied in there. Maybe it goes from Ray into vader mm-hmm. there's all these new comic book uh lines out now that are pre-star wars stuff right uh like when the jedi started uh some really cool stuff that can go from in the comic book that did really really well uh but as well as in the well, we all know that in the stories too we're getting thrawn right which is going to be fantastic what a great storyline that's going to be um i can't there's a couple things i don't want to spoil for you that i won't mention at the end but we find no but it, we're already finding out some some key key things about like uh things like the stormtroopers mm-hmm. in in the new movies we get we find out about their upgrades and stuff, which is pretty handy. I found. I, I liked all the stuff that we're hearing about the cloning and how the Imperials still. I like hearing how they stayed in the game. You know, mm-hmm. kid stays in the picture, and they did some terrible, terrible things to stay in the picture. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping that it would come back around to Imperial because I just like you just can't ignore. <laughs> you can't. It's like you can't. You know. You can't, it's like any kind of politics. You can't ignore the Republicans, even if they don't win for 16 years. They're still cooking something up in the back. Yeah, right? <laughs> They're still cooking something up. <laughs> You're right. They are, and they were. Yeah. So you get to find out more about this. Um, Andor, I didn't watch properly, and I forgot about it because something else came out. I think I was like on the last two episodes, so I'm going to rewatch that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I remember it being being really cool as well. As I say, you and I both like seeing the uh, the seedy side of the Star Wars planets, right? And that's what a lot of these do is they give the fan service for that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm greedy when it comes to this stuff, man. Yeah, it's me like, too. give me what I want, man. I paid my dues when I was a kid, and that's what some kids were, or some kids, some people were hacking on the fact that I, I I laid down the fact that yeah, man, I've been watching and buying since 1977. Oh, another one of these guys, yeah, another one of these guys up yours, buddy. Pfft. What? How long have you been watching Star Wars for? Five years? Yeah, I'm. Everyone's in it now. I'm just everyone's I'm just I'm joking about the, the just expanding on the whole douchebaggery of it. Just funny. So okay, the question so, is: Are Star Wars fans whiny little bitches? I would say, I mean, we're not, but there's a couple that are. <laughs> I think no. I think there's quite a few, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it's I think it's hard to respect Star Wars fans. I want to write a blog about it, but I I really think it is. I I see it. I get I it. I think Ted Ted too. Did you see that scene in Ted too? No. When, uh, Ted too. They're they're coming up to to uh, <laughs> they're coming up to to Comic Con and mm-hmm. you know these guys. They almost hit these guys dressed up like uh, like Darth Vader and everything. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, hey, and stop taking yourself so seriously, and you know, fuck you, back and forth. And yeah. the girlfriend is with what? What's with these Star Trekkies? And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. These are Star Wars guys. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a great scene. We can hack on them, but you can't. <laughs> you don't get it. I yeah, right on. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. So Mandalorian. I if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, you gonna want better watch it now because you want to go back and watch it. Yep. Because there's a lot of information in there, and I won't ruin the last two episodes for no, you. No, we're gonna watch it. Grogu. Uh, get through. I lost you. Yeah. Now oh, there he is. He's back now. I I dropped the elbow on on, on the button, on the mic, like right on the button, <laughs> and and you know with that, with me dropping the elbow on the mic, let's move on to our next one. Uh, do we have Do we have a wrestling clip or no? I guess we don't have a wrestling enter. We used no, to have okay. a ding ding ding, oh, but I it's gone. Get... That's okay. So we're gonna go into our wrestling again, which we've been talking a lot about lately. I'm just loving wrestling lately. How about you? Well. Like anything else, I, I, I dive into, I, I read a lot about it because I just don't mm -hmm. get a chance to watch as much. I, I record it and I, I pre-record mm -hmm. it, but unless something is, you know, like Raw and SmackDown are back to what they were. Yeah, eight, unfortunately, eight. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute about Raw and SmackDown because it, I just came in before, again, just before WrestleMania, a few months before that, because I saw the pay-per-view also before that, and I was really enjoying it. And now, I you know... I'm not. I can't even make it through. I couldn't make it through the last Raw. And one thing that I was mentioning um, when I was watching it was that uh, I I was picking everything that was going to predicting everything that was going to happen, right down to the ring interference to who was going to win the match. Um, well, there's a formula, and that's what. That, so the thing is, is like coming into WrestleMania, it's just such a thing. Like you got to build all these storylines and all yeah. the rest of it to come in, and then I think people get a bit of like hangover off of wrestlemania but you're already right into backlash you're already right into something so you have yeah. to start with new storylines but they're gonna they're, they're gonna do a brand split which is why smackdown yep. was shit the other day because they don't want to start any new storylines because everyone's moving into no but you can still rosters. have a you can have a good match still can't you like i don't know it just seemed like a throwaway and when you have that I, much attention just i, I like, think AEW benefits from the monday night raw oh, they do they benefit uh, huge smackdown thing because they get to kind of go all right, we're going to give the wrestling fans this thing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, they, they've sold. I, I don't know what the future of the WWE is going to look like. But um, yeah. I, I just think that uh, there's just nothing to sink your teeth into now. And this is right. why, this is the interesting part about, about you know, the Cody thing and Roman and people are like, well, mm -hmm. you know, Cody didn't win, so... Uh, now what? And and Paul, like or Triple H, was like, well, isn't it more interesting now that he didn't win? Uh, because now he's got to chase this thing down. He's got to go after Brock. I'm like, that's the only yeah. really leftover remnant of that, yeah. where people are like, okay, now he's now Cody's got to do this. Story. Now he's got to battle for the next year against yeah. Brock and all these people that are going to come against him. But you know what's very interesting to me? Mm -hmm. I'm not sold that Kevin and Sammy are going to hold the titles much longer. No, no, flip it's that. over already. That'll be flipped. Yeah, it's I know. over already. I know. You know. And and I think that that, that heightened thing Let's just go happen. right back to the Uzos again. It's gonna be like, and, oh, Jesus and, but I I don't mind it being on them. There's no one else that that again. There's no one else that I think. Well, that's the thing. That's but that's okay. So I just called a very obvious storyline, and if that's what happens, oh my, you know what I mean? AEW. Uh, I watch. So I've been, I watch AEW as well. And um, in my humble opinion, I like AEW a lot better because I don't know who's gonna win these some of these matches. I like the blood. Because I, I find it hard to believe that somebody's going to punch somebody in the head 
10 times with a huge fist and we're not going to see any kind of blood or any kind of that's just that's redonkulous to me mm-hmm. um so it, you know something like i can see you're doing a pile driver you're doing a suplex there's no blood but some of the stuff they want the fans to believe that they're doing in the wwe without any blood is redonkulous and i watch all kinds of old wwf and e and there was blood and all that stuff and it was awesome when it was needed i think the, you're gonna see it come back in wwe i did hear so i did read something about it the other day saying that they were yeah. they were pushing it and i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be brock and cody yeah, because they actually stopped the match between Edge, yeah. and uh, and Finn there. Uh, but so so I, I don't know, man. Um, so AEW right now, so they're coming up for their big pay per view, and it's going to be in London, England. And CM Punk is coming back. It looks like they're going to split into two sanctions too, like Raw and SmackDown are doing as well, right? Which yeah, well they got enough wrestlers for it because uh, the other rumors that Drew McIntyre is right behind him. So could you imagine him debuting at this London one as well? I think he could probably take the Dark Order back over where uh, where Brody Lee passed away. I think he he could slide right into that, and that would be huge. And and he would they'd be doing something for Brody Lee. Wow, that would be something. But I'm not I, sure that's going to happen. But oh I, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Could you imagine though, dude? No, I'm just oh, throwing it out be, like it would be huge. But you know what? Because their opportunity with this this big pay per view in London, man, is massive. Now, if you could throw anybody in there that like, because there's rumors of a lot of people leaving WWE, right? Like, who do you think they could pop in there uh, logistically that would well, make they have that? To, the, the thing is, to me, I think the deal has to be done soon and then announced because they want to put like seventy thousand people in there, and AEW doesn't have the people. <laughs> in there that can do 70,000 not even mm-hmm. punk because because AEW fan, I wouldn't be surprised dude when a, when punk comes back mm-hmm. he's booed out of the building because people are looking at him excitingly as coming in to rescue the company where in fact mm-hmm. he actually almost tore it apart and I think Maybe, those a, those AEW fans are going to turn yeah. on him well they'll and, bring him in as a heel then what a perfect way to bring oh, him in as a gonna heel be, that's going to be great now as far as the guys from WWE mm-hmm. uh, goes I mean I I'm not sold that uh well, you know, I think they're going to I think AEW is going to go uh, as stupid as this is. I think AEW mm-hmm. are going to try are going to snag Goldberg cuz Oh, con- yeah, that was the other one I was going to mention. His con- yeah. His contract's up and and I I'm I'm still not sold that that even sells a ticket. Mm-hmm. But um McIntyre yeah. would be great, but it would have to be a big big announcement. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I thought uh COVID destroyed him, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That kick when he kicked Brock Lesnar out of the ring at that Royal Rumble that Edge mm-hmm. came back in was one of the loudest, biggest, most over pops in the history of the business. Right. And that was his superstar moment and then it got buried by COVID and he never recovered. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work. Like I just don't know. There's not enough big guys in AEW to go against them. That's the other problem. Mhm. That that anyone cares about. You've got big mm-hmm. casts and you've got uh, what's his name? There's one other guy there, but there's not enough big guys that. that well, they work. got a few now. They're coming in now. Yeah, yeah they got a few. Um, I'm noticing that more and more that the big guys are squaring off, but they also have the smaller guys. Like you know, you got like the, the champion man. It's like he's yeah. one of the he's okay. one of the best champions I've seen in a long time. So him and Sammy Guevara are going to end up going at it here soon. But MJF MJF right? Mm-hmm. I always get initials. He's he's setting all this up. Because Darby's got to fight uh, to to possibly win as well, but he's got to fight Sammy Guevara, and whoever wins that goes on. Um, Sammy Guevara just fought Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. right, Jack I Perry? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there was a little bit of shenanigans going on in there with that one. So well, I we'll think see you're what gonna, happens. I think Ooh. I definitely they're going to see him against Darby, and because that that brings Sting to Wembley, and it's a whole thing. So that has to because he's re- he's retiring soon as well. He's going to step back. Well, yeah. so so he says, right? Um, but I just and then the the tag team champions there with FTR. Mm-hmm. 
Those guys are great now. Like I like their their other gimmick where they came up in the old car. It was like, oh, dude, really? No, no, no. Uh, I guess they like old cars. Okay, cool. But I like what they're doing now. They just come in going, well, you think we're old? Hell, now we're going to beat the crap out of you. Well, it's going to get interesting with those guys if Punk comes back is that that's going to be the faction. It's going to be yeah. FTR and Punk with somebody else against the elite so that that's that's shaping up to be nice I, the punk thing is very interesting to me because mm-hmm. it was such a whirlwind mm-hmm. um uh and you really i really want to like have him be like not the asshole but it just appears that he's a fucking it's because he's straight edge man he can never take he can never take the edge off of his stress so yeah. he blows up on people and he says things that he shouldn't say yeah. go home smoke a doobie man relax he'd probably be fine Jeez, louise don't I, uh, be so angry, my friend. Uh, Dude, I get don't people get stressed and they just blurt things out at people, especially first thing in the morning. I don't know if you notice that about, about humans, but in the morning you gotta watch what you what you say and do to people in the morning. You do. He doesn't have that because he's just straight edge. He's like on the edge all the time, like ah, my nerves, my emotions. I uh <laughs> one thing I do I do love about him though. Is the oh, I like that, him a lot. I think he's is great. That, is that he? Is that he? He really will sit up there and just call it out and be yeah. like, "Hey, you know what? Executive P VP, what? Like, fuck mm-hmm. off." Like, I like know, that. Like, well, he doesn't like elite, and we 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 know that he doesn't like elite, and I like that. We all know like that I don't and, like the it elite. Like him and Jericho are going to get into it, so that's a whole thing. Yes. Great. Okay, so, so let's go on. To, so our our main whole- subject, though, as as uh, b- b- Bounce and Bill try to get on the show, <laughs> if you folks see that promo was awesome. I saw that. Got a lot of views. Got over two two thousand views there in the one day. That was good. I like it. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So what we're gonna do? Top five best WWE WWF intro intro songs for wrestlers. I'm going classic here. I'm basically going classic with all this, and I'm gonna throw three that I, that are just awful as well. But um, I'm gonna do five here that I think are fantastic. Now this one, I bet you don't remember this one. Okay, this one's by the Stallions. The Young Stallions, Paul the Roma. Young, yeah, do you remember Paul their Roma. song? I don't know their song. Lonnie, you have to, <laughs> Excuse me. You have to, I have to put, yeah. Just let me, I'll keep, I'll keep talking until it's ready. But the style, I couldn't believe, like I was going through all the songs and this one came out and I was like, it, it's so bad, it's good. It, it's okay, here we go. Look at those Young Stallions. Look at those. Huh? Huh? Oh, I remember this song. Yeah, dude. I gotta give them bonus points if there's if there's lyrical content and a guy singing. Cause like the Warriors was great, but there's no vocals. Okay, ready? I remember this. Huh? Oh, that's from Jimmy. That's Jimmy Hart singing that. That was on the wrestling album. That was how, on the wrestling album. How great is that? Yeah, it was great. I remember that song now. I remember that now. There you go. So that one, I was like, oh, it's so bad. It's good. That was like pure 80s gold right there, right? Because that's my number five. Do you have Do you have yours in a list or you just want to throw um, some in after? Well, I've got, uh, I mean, let, we do your five. I think okay. you and I share one anyway. So, okay, so um, the next one is, and this is the original Heart Foundation one. I don't know which one you brought up if you got Bret Hart's theme, but I was I was thinking the original Heart Foundation theme. Do you remember the difference between the two? Um, I'd have to listen to it, but I, it's, I'll know it as soon Check as I hear Check this out. It. Here we go. Oh, it's again, Jimmy Hart again. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That chorusy guitar that was in every friggin' song, because they just figured out how to put it through a computer. Yeah, there you go. And that's just basically that riff, but now in a higher octave. Down, 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 
Okay, thanks, man. That that one. So yeah, I, that that one just brought back. Oh, it's Heart Foundation. Nice. Okay, that's my number four. Number three, dude. Because I'm the honker tonk man. Because I'm the honker tonk man. It just it was perfect for him. It was just. I this yeah. guy's one of the best. I think, in my opinion, um, he should be. He should be as rich as anybody. I, I think who's, who's played the game of wrestling. Because I always love this guy. We'll bring. And I don't. You know. Here we go. Here's the honky tonk man. And he did this himself too. I believe. Right. <laughs> Demolition wrestling team. That's a great one. Oh, honky tonk man. And then there's be sh- scary Sherry there doing the thing. Honky tonk man. Okay, thanks. Well, that was great. Uh, that, that was uh, uh, WrestleMania six. I was at there, and, I, and Sherry yeah. was in there. Greg Valentine's driving the car. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was a whole. That's thing. great. So that's my number three. Number two, now it's okay. I will find it after. You got time. It's so the next that, yeah. one, the next one is number two. Now this is, I think, the only one that didn't have. Oh, other than the Heart Foundation, this is the Ultimate Warriors theme song because the way it hit, everybody's just like, bounce, right? So when this one hit, but there's no lyrics to it, so it couldn't be my number one. It's all right. And this is by Jim Johnson. That's a very stereotypical name. Yeah! Like, I can hear the crowd, right? Especially this part here where he comes running down. When the bass kicks in. That kick drum. Yeah, the kick. Boom, 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 boom. Nice. Yeah, that was great. That's my number two. That's a great one there. And number one, of course, I, and I was going over the number one. It's kind of, you know, I was kind of going between Ric Flair and this one, but Ric Flair's is like a, a song. It's just, he just chose it well. It's just, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I went with, and this is an obvious one, you have this, I think, as well, is that uh, I am a real American. That the was actually, theme song. That and was it was actually, somebody else's at first, right? It was Barry Windham and Mike there Rotunda, you go. the U.S. Express. Yeah. This is just perfect, though, for Hogan, right? Like, just... And the chorus is actually a really good chorus, I think. You know what it I mean? Like, I think the chorus is really done. Really good, yeah. So it's hard to keep the professional professional guys out of it, you know? But um, this... But, this, uh, this pre-chorus, though, in an arena, was such a big thing. That's yeah, the, the classic D to C, and then they go down to the G, right? And then at the end of it, with the with the with the the high pitched voice of the lady and stuff, and yeah. and he's flexing. I mean, come on, that it started a whole generation. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And, yeah, and yeah. When so, that when that thing hits, dent, dent, dent. Like yeah. I mean, as a kid, it was just forget it. It was it, wasn't it? So that was mine too. That was my number one as well. Yeah. Now do well, you have any? Not, okay, well that was number one for me. But um, let's go mm-hmm. back. Uh, I mean, we got to go, Ric Flair. And, yeah. and and it's just because sometimes these songs make the person right they do, so yeah. like the, or not make the person but it's just like it's just that absolutely perfect scenario where it's like oh you know what it's like you just anytime you hear that song now mm-hmm. like no matter where they do it it's his now it's right. it's his even though it wasn't his but it was it was like it's a it whole is- cla- it's a classic piece of music 
Unless you're a, a Stanley Kubrick fan, that still reminds you of 2001 Space Odyssey. But that's what I mean. It's but so it... epic. That's that's my point. It's so epic that, yeah. And and, and sidebar, Charlotte Fla- Flair uses this with a. Yeah, totally. It's this, but they put the disco so beat behind it, right? That's number. Yeah. And a lot of these themes are going to be. That's okay, Lai. A lot of these themes are going to be uh, the same uh, as far as what we grew up on and what we associated with. Yeah. Um, and I realized that I, I didn't have Macho Man in there, and I really loved Macho Man. Yeah, that was. Well. But they're so similar, right? It's but, the same yeah. kind of thing. The big uh, operatic intro, really Ricky, good. Ricky Ricky Steamboat's eighties um, eighties yeah. WWF one I really like because it was the build of like there was something about Steamboat. Uh, because he wasn't quite there as far mm-hmm. as main eventer, but it was yeah. like it, there, it had this feel to it, like he was gonna be. Because he so did when, WCW, right? Like he right. gave Ric Flair some amazing matches. But when that song hit, it was like the World Wrestling Federation for over fifty years, the revolutionary force in sports yeah, right? entertainment. Dun, dun, dun. But this was like, yeah, I remember like. When this came out, I remember being so. And I met Ricky Steamboat in Toronto at a car show, and this nice. was like the thing. Yeah, so this is another classic piece of music. That's yeah, that's not really from the eighties, right? Right. They used this at the beginning of the wrestling uh, show as well. But when that came, yeah, when that came out, um, it was just like, you know what I mean? And you're like, I can hear the crowd. <laughs> WrestleMania three. Yeah, so for me, that's the picture I had signed, actually. <laughs> right nice, there. that's awesome. Uh, so really there's cool. that. So that, would, that yeah. was a big one, because I was such a steamboat mark, and I was like, this is the mm-hmm. best thing in the world. Um, okay, I got to go. And speaking of guys that own it, yeah. it's Rick Rude. I mean, Rick Rude's oh, yeah. 80s, 80s theme mm-hmm. was like... <laughs> that was it was like a, a, a male dancer theme totally, song, right? but it was like the way he walked to the ring, oh, he yeah. had the robe, and, and he, he knew what... Different was, pants with somebody's face on his crotch area. Jim Johnson getting it done. This was my. He's walking. Shut up. Well, yep. these Tennessee sweat hogs. <laughs> uh, it was just nice. perfect, right? Like, yeah. Because like, like the mustache made the whole thing. And then, like, mm-hmm. you know, that was great. Um, so that was great because he played it on the way to the ring and then he mm-hmm. played it after he told everyone to shut up and he's doing mm-hmm. the whole hip thrust thing. It was, I just, it was so great because it was such a, it's such a fuck you to everybody. Like, yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Number two, uh, Edges. So Edges uh, theme song. I mean, his original theme song was one thing, but I think this mm-hmm. is the best uh, switch of a theme song. Who's, who's this by? This is by somebody, it's, it's, right? It's Alter Bridge, yeah. But it's oh, the it's best, Alter Bridge, yeah. yeah. See, so this is an example. A lot of the metal, a lot of the songs have this. You think you know me? This, here is the riff, and then he'll come in and sing nicely. And then the riff. But you know why I dig it? It's because it just feels great. It's just such a great intro song. Is, 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 is it coming just the way I was talking about before, though? Yeah. So it's. You ready for it? It's coming, isn't it? Yeah. What's well, at the end of it? So I gotta hear. It. Just let it keep running for a second, because I just, I'm not privy to this song at all. But I'm waiting for the. Uh, he goes to a higher pitch thing here. Right here. 
there it is. Da -da 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 One chord, dude. There it is. Totally called so it. Anyway, I totally just like the. <laughs> I love it. I love the song. That's good, Lenny. I, uh, I, I, I think it's oh the best. Gosh. I think it's the best switch. Because his old song was like, "You think you know me?" And that's a great song. This this is the best switch to the best switch to a new theme song because I I loved. Whereas the other way, it was funny because so punk had Five Finger Death Death Punches, you know, which I thought was super rad, and then he switched to Cult of Personality by Living Color, which which was which some would argue is the better choice, but I'm not sure which one I I like better. Yeah, and the Elite is now using '70s songs, right? Carry on your wayward son. Yeah, yeah, which is great. So I so I I kind of look at I looked at that switch that right. Edge made and that's but what so, qualifies it for me. Was our conversation we had about how they write new metal wrestling songs? Is that on this? Did we, was that before we started uh, going live or no? No, that was before. Oh man, because so I described that song to an exact T. Yeah, and so then they well the thing is is that they if you notice it it's 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 happening more now that to me on that song it's more of a, a rock song that Adam pulled in. And did because he, he also pulled sure. it from pulled it from the other I, song that they did. You should just keep using "So They Have" and oh, that was great. That was great. Okay, Dude. so Edge, yeah, that's Edge. and then Edge. number one is "Real American," which we did. And yes, then, and we did and honorable, that. Honorable mentions for me are the models Rick Martel song. I heard that one today as well. Yeah, which live was like do 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 that was great. But mm -hmm. demolition song, right? This is this is an honorable mention as like yeah as for me as like. Open hat. Mm -hmm. Here comes the axe. Yeah. It's uh here comes the axe, here comes the dun, smasher. Yeah, that's here exactly comes, what it, here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. <laughs> it's like sounds like Alice Cooper singing it or something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's great. I love it. So decent. That's decent. definitely that's definitely yeah. a, a thing. For I me, like so. Cody Rhodes' new song. It change it changes the metal format of right. See, this is the thing. And Todd nailed this. I got to get the clip of it. He nailed he nailed my attitude towards like rock metal and stuff like that. Is that we? I know how it's going to be made so much that, that it's almost disappointing because it comes out exactly the way I I know it's going to come. I would love a band that came out and created something other than verses and choruses. I don't know, man. It's just it's, it's so predictable pro now. Progressive. It's it's called progressive rock. Yeah, but I, you know, but something that was that was catchy. Sorry, I, did, I, know, I, I right. didn't throw the word catchy in there, right? Um, that wasn't math rock, right? Mm. But I like Cody's song; it's pretty good. And I meant no disrespect towards Edge's song at all by predicting what was. It was just funny because we had a conversation before where I was describing how, and it was that was it. They have that well, one chord, one yeah. note, and they riff on it, da -da, na -na, na -na, na, and then they come in with this huge, multi multi leveled, uh, layered vocal chorus that that da -da, na -na, na -na, and then they go back to that one note, that one chord. Da -na, na -na, na -na, na -na, which I predicted, and I thought that was pretty well. And then I joked that Brett and I could write um, everybody's music in a day because that's what we used well, to do changed, when we were changed. bored. When we were bored, we said, "All right, EGM man, we just do that when we were bored." Well, one of the things that I I noticed that they had they had let go the main WWE songwriter guy a couple yeah. of years ago. And there was just something different about the WWE theme music. Right. That you know, WCW had their kind of like, like I know we joked about the Young Stallions, but the mm -hmm. WCW had more of the... Dun, 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 yeah. Where they had, the, they had the keyboards in there, like... Dee, 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 and, and, you know, and, like, the you know one thing they lost, though? 
that they 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 lost this that they should have just kept and re, at least let's kept the lyrics for this and put it to a new a new song. Now this is uh, the Ass Man, <laughs> and apparently this is this is by Billy Gunn. He wrote these lyrics, so this is one of my very worst wrestling intro songs ever. You don't need to hear the song; you just need to hear the lyrics. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm an ass man. Yeah. I'm an ass man. Yeah. I love to love him. I love to kick him. <laughs> I love to shove him. I love to stick him. Love to flaunt him. I love to watch him. I love to pick him. He likes to pick him. Um, and I'm going to kick him. Now, I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. So many asses, so little time. Only a tight one can stop me on a dime. I'm a lover of every kind. Best surprises always sneak up from behind. I'm an ass man. Yeah. Okay, so that goes down as one of my worst. And you don't need to hear the song. I also didn't like... Uh, can we get Lita's up here just so we can hear this? This has got it. Can we hear Lita's Lita's song? If you can find it for me, take your time. The other one we were mentioning was uh, Shawn Michaels, and I just I don't know. I know it's it's one of those ones that's so bad it's bad. So to me, some are so bad it's good. That one was so bad it was bad. I just. Well, it's funny because I think the, originally when it came out, it wasn't him singing. He's right. a, I think it was he's a sexy boy, and then I think they changed it to Sean actually doing the lyric, like actually singing. Yeah, both which, is really bad. Which 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 made it double down assholeness. Yeah, I just didn't right? like it. Maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, it just maybe it just really like worked. It. No, I was saying yeah. maybe it just really worked. But there's but there's so like the honky tonk man. Nobody liked him. I liked the yeah. song. I just thought it was yeah. good, and it worked with him well. I thought it was a good presentation with him. Um, now this one we're going to listen to here. This is my example of some really bad metal. I just I first heard this on the video game. This is Lita's theme song. Two thousand. Oh my god. Listen to that terrible gu- guitar, dude. Unpack your rose bag. <laughs> what? I, she's gonna unpack her rose bag? No, I'm good. I was never a fan of that song, but. Oh. Okay, that's great. But I've got my rose bag. I have no idea what's going on there, but that's just a terrible. That is a bad think song. About the bands that it was funny though. If you was that a band? Was that a band? Like an actual oh, band? I'm or was sure that... it was. It had to. Have been. Okay. It had to have been because they had a lot of those like early two thousand bands. You hear that guitar? Like, like that acoustic. Let the bodies hit the floor. A lot of those kind of bands do theme music. But that was that's a horrible song. That that song by Lita. Sorry, Lita. I'm a fan of Lita too. She's got a different one now. You know what's what's interesting? I went last week. Uh, to see Muse and uh, to see Muse at, uh, in Seattle, and they had Evanescence open up for them, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh, you know, I'm not really in a in a rush to see that at all, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like, just found myself at the gig early, and I'm like, all right, let's go go check it out. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. She gets points for sticking it out because oh, she, she's amazing. She, she's really she could have she really could have just packed it in and said, yeah. I don't know, but she's got a hell of a band, and the the show was deadly and i was like i was not i like being impressed i was not mm. going into that thinking i was going to be impressed at all yeah. and i gotta tell you amy lee evanescence 
hell of a job. Yeah, Taylor, a- the Taylor really likes her. She grew up listening to a lot of her stuff. And it's funny because I read an article that uh, from Amy Lee, and she was saying that her biggest problem with her earlier stuff was the rapping in there. And he said yeah. she just it was forced onto her music, yeah. and she just didn't get it. That, that Mooney song, guy, right? That Mooney, that, that songwriter song, that guy. Ben Moody, ben Moody, that song that they have immortal, or it's just her on the piano. It's got to be one. Yeah. Of the, it's one of the best pieces of music. Yeah. Like what a what a hook. Anyway, she's really talented, man. Not off to- talented. I just wanted to mention that. Because That's what was, we call a sidebar. That was a sidebar, but I was I was like, wow, yeah, fucking impressed. Okay, so um, do we have you. time to just do we? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I just wanted to, we don't have to run the the uh, the intro thingy for the conspiracy theories. This is a quick one. I just want to touch on this one. As it's something that I think a lot of my fans who like the cult stuff that we're doing should be aware of. This is called remote viewing. And of course, to get the full effect of all these subjects that I talk about, you really should just Google them or, or YouTube them. And all you got to do is spend like five minutes on these videos to get a quick gist of what I'm talking about. And then you can decide for yourself whether it's, it's worthy of looking into or not. Now, I like to think that the things that I bring up on this show are worthy of looking into, or else I wouldn't bring them up. Like Bigfoot seems like a Canadian thing, especially to look into the Anunnaki stuff, where we came from, the Bible stuff. That's, you know, you should look into that. Bob Lazar and Area 52 is something that I really think you should look into. This is another one called remote viewing, and this is awesome. Now, it is exactly what it's what it sounds like, remote viewing. You're sitting somewhere but you're seeing inside another area okay this is very professor x uh x-men marvel comics kind of thing mental telepathy type thing now don't get this confused with a psychic or somebody who goes off into a trance and takes in energies and stuff to do this is this is totally scientific and with your brain which is what turned me on to this because i am a true believer that if you can control your brain you can control everything that you do around you i think our brain is a marvel of of workmanship of electronics of magnitude mm-hmm. that nobody can explain i think there's so many things we can do with our brain that we are not aware of yet and we need to be taught how to open up some of those things now this is a great a great opportunity if somebody agrees with me on this to look into this because what we're doing here okay brent we have two sides to our brain right you've always heard that right yes the left and the right side one does one one is the other all right, all right so think of them as two columns and one activates the other now if i say guitar to you what did you immediately think of guitar me no if i if i say to you now what do you like guitar when i say to you guitar uh, I think of music. I think of a song. When I say red, what do you think of? Uh, red. Blood. Blood. Okay. So what you want to do is get in the frame of mind where you think of something like that, but you don't get the right the right brain response. Okay. So it you but you need to do it with like to me like if I think of something like uh like you know I'll think of uh, hockey stick. Oh damn. You know what I mean? Like so it's it's th- those are tough ones. So what these people do in their training. Is, is they that's one of their training exercises is to think red but have nothing of conscious in the other side of the brain so that's my point of this can you the cat's right in my face here she's gonna knock everything <laughs> over you can't see her but wow um yeah lost my train of thought thanks peach so this is different than 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 doing uh the psychic thing because you're not just like clearing your brain you're actually using your brain it's exact opposite so what they've been doing this again since the late 70s early 80s now what they were doing with this was giving people what they do the mainly is you it, and this is the other difference between them and psychics psychics you give them a piece of a picture or a piece of paper with somebody something on it or a piece of sure. clothing or all they get this the opposite with this they give these people like uh the numbers of where this place is located on a map okay or a, a shape 
and they and then they give them a location on a map like 82 by something something however the the scheme of things are and they sit there and they re- they can re- they can they click the number into the one side of their brain they follow it they follow it and then they wait for something on the right side of the brain to click in with it so instead of us thinking red apple bike ride they're thinking bike no what's going to come to me whoops sorry what comes to me when i say bike what comes to me when this happens? So mm-hmm. this is how they train. So I, I just find this very. So instead of like lifting weights and working on their cardio, they're working on their left and their right side of the brain. I think that's really cool. How cool is that? So well, say you're sitting on a, on a plane somewhere and you're really really bored. <clears throat> you can you can. What are you doing? Exercise my brain. Okay, but you know what? <laughs> like it's 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 really really cool. So this is what they do with this. So now, so this is what they did in the eight. And there's the, the people talk about it. Like there's there's groups. Again, it's one of those things where if you put it in, in YouTube or put it in Google, you're going to crack open this huge world that started so long ago. So back in the 80s, they were trying to look at, into Russian things and Chinese yeah. things. Where do you think they're looking now? Oh, man. Um, Up there, buddy. Mars. Oh, in space? Oh, in Mars? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. So now they're, and so you'll find some cool little documentaries on these people that are, are apparently finding uh, these, these places on on mars when they're if they're given the light like location like, no there's nothing they'll give them another number no nothing way i got something here and then they'll zero in with their satellite and find something so is it a hoax i don't know is it it's definitely conspiracy theory mm-hmm. because the government has been using these people um since since the for sure the the early early 80s okay and, and as i say the progression of this one has grown from just spying on other people to looking into space, to seeing things out there. Um, it's, it's said that it's almost like putting your head right inside a room and then pulling your head right back. It's so cool to look into. Um, and these aren't, these are like government people that are talking about. It. It's not people like me with long hair and smoking a dube, right? Like, you know, Hey, I, I could see everything. It was smoking great. Well, it's not like that. It's like these business people, man. It's really, really decent. And yeah. some of them still are, are, are talking about it and still doing it. And they're the ones that are talking about things they're finding on Mars. So that's my conspiracy theory for today is the, uh, re- remote viewing. And, uh, that's your homework for the cult of machete fans out there. If you want to look into any more of that, it's 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 really studying the brain, and it, it's it's a pretty exciting journey. I like this one. As I say, I'm not going to give you ones that I think are really really uh, too government seated that are going to drive you nuts and make you you know afraid to go outside of your house. I want to give you stuff that's just going to kind of expand expand your mind. And if if you can exercise your brain, as I say, man, you control the if you can control your brain, I think you control like a lot most of the things you want to do in life. Because as I mentioned before. You are the only one that knows what's going on in your head. You are the only one that knows whether you're doing things right or wrong. You know when you're doing something wrong or you know if something feels wrong. You know when somebody, oh, you shouldn't be, you should do this job. You don't do that job. You should do this job. Your brain's telling you, no, it's not for me. It might take me an extra year to get where I want to be, but I got to listen to what it says in my head. If I think if people start doing that more, we're going to start getting a lot of more better decisions done. That means you'd have to actually ask them to do something that they're not comfortable with, which yes. this, this world and generation right now is like, you want me to do what? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's, see, Brent, it's easy to pick out what somebody else is doing wrong, but it's really hard to pick out what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the toughest thing. And kids today's, um, they don't have good defense mechanisms anymore. Uh, they can't cope with stuff that's outside of their box, it seems. And trust me, if you're saying, how do you know? 
<laughs> I know, don't I, buddy? I Absolutely. see a lot of kids, man, sometimes 30 at a time. So don't tell me I don't know, folks. Don't coddle your kids too much. Be good to your kids, but make sure you keep it real, my friends. One thing I'm enjoying is seeing these kids at these punk rock shows because they're not seeing anything violent. Their people are hurting each other. They're not seeing any guns. There's not a lot of swearing. And if there is, you can't really understand what they're saying. No. <laughs> um, and I'm, But they're at these shows. And, and as I was giving kudos to uh, the Broom Factory in town, my friends, Mark and Moira, they uh, make it so that there's kids there. There's a spot for them, man. There's yeah. a spot for them. They have earplugs. They have headphones for them. So kids shouldn't be afraid of things that they shouldn't be afraid of, if that makes any sense. Of course, you don't send your kid walking down the street at 10 o'clock at night. No, your kid should not be staying out, you know, um, drinking alcohol when they're young. No, but they shouldn't be afraid of common things. Well, they're our- only going to be, it's like anything else though, man. It's like, you can't, if the kids don't, haven't been taught it, then they won't, they won't know it. So if That's, you don't put it in yeah. their head to be, to, 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 uh, I understand kids have anxiety and, and people they, well, have anxiety. They gotta, yeah, but, but you got to thick your skin up a bit, right? You can't be like, you know, if you put it in their head that there might be a thing, then they're probably mm-hmm. going to make it a thing. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm, at least I'm of the, of the thing. It's like, we solve it as it comes instead of creating something to solve. Yep. You're right. Yep. So we solve it. It's like, you're going through this. Great. What led to this moment of your strat? Like what led to this section right now where you're, you're struggling? What led? Let's, let's mm-hmm. walk it backwards instead of going, well, remember when I told you four weeks ago that this person was going to do this? It's kind of like, let's deal with it as it is walk backwards to see how we got there mm-hmm. and um i'm finding that that's working for a teaching side of things um but i mean i mean it's gonna change every week because it's a 14 year old daughter so mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you know um but whatever it's 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 been a it's been a journey for sure and what did yeah. you say you said you control your brain you control your uh pretty much everything your, but you got to be everything. honest with yourself man you got to be honest with yourself that's as, for sure and as newman says when you control the mail you control, control information. information. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. All kids got to have tougher, thicker skin. And one thing, there's one thing the parents could teach the kids. If there's something you don't like, you can turn the channel. I hate country music. It puts me in a really, really bad mood, but I do not make it my life's function to get other people to stop listening to country happens. music. If you don't like it, you make it your mission to make everyone else not like yeah. it. Don't, don't forget turn it. the channel. Have you ever known me to like country music, Brent? Have mm-hmm. you ever known country music to make me feel good, Brent? No. Have you ever known country music to calm my nerves, Brent? Have you ever known me to reach out to country music for no. comfort? No, no, no. But you know what I do, Brent? I just don't listen to it. In my world, it doesn't even exist. People say, have you heard the new Travis Tritt song? That's how I would touch him with country music. And I say, Travis Tritt? No, I have not. See, I don't even know what a country music fan is. Or country music artist. That's my point. Folks, start turning the channel. A little tougher skin. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Right? Be excellent. Party on and be excellent to yourself and your friends. And watch, and uh, go Leafs go. (coughs) Coffington. Uh, I am a real cunt. <laughs> what was that like? Are we playing that? We're over. Bye. We're done. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I am a real Canadian. Fight for my heart. Do, did, 
Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.